The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. can't believe we've been put on this important mission i can't make a submarine but i know he can and it's only with a an incredible amazing submarine can we defeat the enemy and save the day oh where is he at trevor trevor ding dong oh oh there he is uh yes oh trevor okay oh thank you uh is the is the submarine outside absolutely have i ever let you down well I mean, have I let you down, Reese? Uh, well, well, have I let you down to? Well, uh, do, do you have a submarine? Yes. yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Let's just. All right. I can't wait to see this. Oh man, I know you have amazing creative skills. I'm very excited to see what this sub looks like. I can't wait. For... Can I can I describe it to you before we even go out there? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I think the like the most one of the most important parts of a good submarine is. I guess you would say like the body. Yeah. Uh, you could say like the hull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just think a good golden flaky yellow color is the best. The best for a submarine. Well, you know what? Before I judge, I mean, the Beatles had a yellow submarine. Yeah. So what do I know? Let's let's go check this out. I don't see anything in the water here. There's nothing in the ocean, Trevor. Uh, the ocean? Why in the world would you put the submarine in the ocean? That's kind of disgusting. I mean, do what you want to do, but that's that's where submarines go under the water. Okay, you're weird. I, I'm just going to keep describing it to you, and yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know, you got that golden yellow shell, we'll call it. Yeah. And then inside, mm-hmm. you got just all kinds of of the good fleshy bits, you know. Inside, you mean people? People, you're disgusting. People go inside submarines. Okay, you know what? It's modern times, modern world, soyant green, and all that. Soyant um, green. See what? What else is important to it? Uh, to, you could almost say like the control center is important. The control center of your taste buds uh-huh. react to to. Herbs and spices. Herbs and spices. Um, they react to just crisp. Wait, wait. Like just missiles of flavor. Wait, Trevor did did you did you make a sub sandwich? Obviously, you fool. Submarine, a ship that goes under the water that has actual missiles. That real people go into the Navy has them, and I mean I'm sure they have sandwiches too at some point. But uh, we needed an actual submarine for me and you to get inside, to go across to the enemy and save the day. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. But yeah. before, and I do realize I've cost the world because you did mention I think now that I can recall that this submarine had to destroy this 
this DAS force who had a world-destroying device. Yeah. But the only part I actually heard you say is that me and you have to fit in the submarine. So this submarine is 20 feet long and 10 feet wide. Oh, whoa. Yeah, there you I go. I can't believe I missed it. It's right there. Yeah. That is a giant sandwich. The tomatoes alone. I don't like tomatoes. Oh, okay. Well, but they are giant. They're, they're, they're huge, yeah. They are really... I, I guess... Do we just put, put this in the water and float across? Well, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, it's immediately sinking. Oh, oh. Immediately sinking. Oh, man. Oh, well. Not sure what I expected there. Did you, did you at least put the stereo I requested on it? I did, and it's flipped to our favorite podcast. What podcast is that? Retro Blist! Everybody, welcome to Retro Blist, your game by game, old school a podcast where we talk about the old games of yesterday. I don't know why I'm doing. doing I don't either. Yeah. I'm doing that voice, but uh, I'm Trevor. He's Johnny. Wait, what? <laughs> We've had strokes apparently. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Popeyes is, was really good today. Uh, He's, I can do this, I can do this, he's Trevor, okay, yeah, he's Trevor, I'm Johnny, Mm -hmm. and uh, we, each episode, we bring you uh, an old video game that we played from yesteryear, and the game before this one was, what, Trevor, that's related to this game? Metal Slug X. That's right, so, uh, we decided... Hey, let's keep this a train a rolling, or this a submarine a sinking, and we're gonna play another game of theirs that they did before Metal Slug, and that is what. In the Hunt is a 1993 Irem arcade game, but if you listened attentively, like I know you all did, to our Metal Slug X episode, NASCA left Irem, I guess shortly after this actually, and formed their own team, and they made Metal Slug. The first three Metal Slug games, in fact. But those that core group of people who formed Nazca are the ones who made In the Hunt while they were with Irem. And that's, of course, related to Helen Hunt of Twister fame. Exactly. And or I guess mad about you, but I don't I don't really count that. I wasn't a mad about you person. Uh, but I've seen Twister many times. I've seen Twister. I feel like it's not a good sentence, but I said it and we're done. Uh, this episode of Retro Bliss is brought to you, is brought to you by... Stumps.com. Now, sure, uh, you're used to stamps.com. We get it. But here at RetroBlist, we're all about stumps.com. That's where we take stumps we found out in the yard <laughs> and we use stamps.com to mail them to you <laughs> for all your stumps and needs. Trevor, tell them what all they can do with their stumps. Well, once you get your stump, you can put it in your living room floor and sit on it. Be a little end table and spin if you want. <laughs> sit on yeah. it. Yeah, it's spin. Uh, man, there's so many uses for this. You can sit on this stump in your living room. You can sit on this stump in your kitchen. You can sit on this stump in your bedroom. And the best thing is, when somebody comes in and asks you a trivia question, 
You know what you say? What's that? I'm stumped. And you just point to what you're sitting on. And they punch you in the face over and over. That's right. That's the RetroBlist Stumps.com guarantee. Order our product, you will eventually get punched in the face. Thank you. Uh, That's stumps.com. Now, Trevor, today in In the Hunt, uh, I was very excited to play this because uh, I've never played it. I don't even know if I was aware of it, which is odd to me because I've been to many an arcade in my life. And I don't honestly recall ever seeing this game in the arcade around here. Yeah, so this came out in 1993 in the arcade. It seems like it would have been something we would have noticed. But I don't remember seeing it either. In fact, I think I very foolishly, and I feel like an idiot. Sometimes I say things, and I'm and I go back. And I'm like, I I knew better than that. Why did I say that on the podcast? And I'm pretty sure on the Metal Slug episode, I said that this was a PlayStation exclusive. You did say that. Oh my God, did I don't know. I, just I, I, to... I knew better. But the PlayStation is the only way I ever played it. But I got it like it was exclusive to you. I got it for like three dollars and ninety nine cents, really scratched up, disc only years after we probably had moved on past the PS1, so that's probably why you hadn't played it. But I played it a few times on the PS1, which I think was a pretty faithful port of the arcade game. But the arcade game was 93. Uh, PlayStation and Saturn actually had a version of 95. And the Windows PC had a version of 97, oddly hmm. enough. Waited a while to get it for Windows. And then, exactly. And then as far as I know, you couldn't really get it on anything until... Until... Uh, is it Hamster? I think it's Hamster that does some of these ports. They do, like the the Neo Geo ports and stuff. But anyways, yeah. they did um, for Switch and PS4, I know, uh, for $7.99 you can download In the Hunt. Yeah, uh, and side note, if you go to stumps.com, you can actually order smaller stumps for hamsters. And they love yeah, them. Yeah, and it's adorable. It's, it is really adorable. But In the Hunt, uh, so that's kind of our history with it, right? I had none. <laughs> But had next to none. You had close to none. Yeah. So, I kind of like these types of games, ones where you and I don't have a lot of experience with it, because that means we get to really, truly, A, experience it together, and B, it's kind of new to us. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, there's so many things I want to say front-loaded, but let's just do our usual broken, busted formula. Okay. Talk about the graphics. Let's get... Boom. Boom. Into it. <laughs> Nicely done. Boom. Uh, so you can tell this is made by the people who went and did Metal Slug later. Yes, hundred percent. I love I love the way it looks. It's uh, it's 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 not as packed with details Metal Slug, but this was 1993. Still, quite a lot of detail though. And it's a lot of detail. Um, so much so that there is slowdown. There's definitely slowdown. The Saturn version, by the way, I know is absolutely notorious for the slowdown. Apparently, it's got gobs of it. Oh wow. Um, but I, I imagine the Switch version is a faithful port, and I imagine what we experienced is in the arcade game. Um. Because the Switch can certainly handle a 1993 arcade game. Yeah. But yeah, there's so much going on. And I will say, uh, I've played through the game all the way now, single player and multiplayer. I have several comments on gameplay, but graphically, the slowdown was definitely more noticeable in two player. 
It wasn't yeah. a whole lot in single player. But there is a lot going on on the yeah. screen and fairness to it. And, um, but, I, okay. So, uh, you're each two, we played, I've only played two player, but you each get your own submarine and it's a, you know, and you're, and the screen is constantly filled with enemies and their missiles and their bullets and stuff coming at you. I mean, there's a constant, just like on Metal Slug X, there's a constant barrage coming your way that you really mm-hmm. have to pay attention to. Uh, that's a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because this game really does look great. I think it's just a step below Metal Slug when yeah. it comes to visuals, but you can definitely see the the DNA of Metal Slug in this for sure yeah. when it comes to how this game looks. But just like Metal Slug, there are a few times where I, my eyes got lost. <laughs> yep, definitely a few times. The I do like the fact that it's underwater gives it, like when your missiles hit the top of the water and they, they feel like the water explodes. Yeah. That that's a really cool graphical look, and just the fact that you've got—I don't know—just the fact that it's underwater and yet it doesn't really look the same for very long. It's not—it's right. not just blues and grays by any means. No, they packed a lot more detail than they had to. And all the—and there's different levels, and they all did look, despite them all having an aspect of you being in the water, they all did kind of look different from each other. Yeah, yeah. There's six levels, and. I'll just go and say I personally enjoyed the first three levels the most because the first three levels is pretty much you're in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is actually level three where you're in the channel. I think graphically it's the coolest level. It's called the channel. That's the name of the level. And it's like shallow water. So you're seeing like you're at, you're floating at the top of the water a lot. And there's like villages, <laughs> like houses you could blow up. Yeah. These poor innocent people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is definitely the metal slug people. Yeah, for sure. A lot of innocent people lost their houses that day. Yes. For sure. There's constant explosions. Yeah. Actually, I would say more explosions than Metal Slug, maybe, because there's a lot of regular dudes in Metal Slug that you just shoot. Yeah. In this game, everything blows up. Literally everything. Right, yeah, because it's all machines. It's all machines, yeah. Yeah. And in that aspect, except for one thing we might mention in gameplay, I personally think Metal Slug is pretty kid-friendly. As violent as it is, it's so cartoony. But I could see an argument that it's really not kid-friendly. This one, for the most part, you never see a person getting hurt. Until that one time. <laughs> yeah. And it's not really a person. It's not a person, but it's pretty graphic. But it's graphic, yeah. Well, let's just go say in the in the fourth level, fifth level. The fifth level is pretty short. It's basically a boss fight where you're running away from this. Or floating away. Floating away from this. It's almost like a mythological looking Yeah. It's like a stone. Statue. It's like a stone, giant stone person. I thought it kind of looked like Rick from Rick and Morty. He sort yeah. of does. Yeah. Like there's nothing in the game I would put over PG until you get to this point. Yeah. But then there's, a, there's pretty graphic <laughs> stuff. His eyeballs start popping out of his head and things like that. Which felt like that was in the 90s in video games. That felt like that was a major thing. Like, yes. It's all, they were all about eyeballs. I don't know why. You know what it reminded me of was those, those squishy balls that were supposed to look like they had been in car accidents. Do you remember those? They were terrible. Was they're like, like a, monster. They were squishy. Oh, it was like a toy. It was a toy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. four kids, but they looked like they'd been I remember those. murdered, basically. Yeah, yes. yeah that's, that's what this looked like. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and also, I couldn't place the video game, but those eyes just reminded me of a video game, and I couldn't remember what it was called. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, but um, that's, I think that's it graphically. Uh, let's get the music. Let's get and to... Boom. 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 
it. The best part is you can't even finish your sound effects because you crack yourself up. <laughs> I'm just thinking about poor Chris when he has to edit this. He's going to be like, oh, here it goes. Nope, not yet. Oh, nope, not it's yet. It's like the ending of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> He's probably flipping you the bird right now. That's still one of my greatest memories when we went and saw the third Lord of the Rings movie and it keeps giving you those false finishes and people <laughs> in the theater literally kept getting up every time. Oh, man, it's hilarious now, but I was so mad at the time because I'm like, people, you just concluded... I think even at the time I knew, in my estimation, the greatest trilogy of all time. Yeah. And you can't give it a few minutes. And like, yeah, three or four times people thought it ended and they just immediately stood up. Yeah. That yeah. oh, made me so mad. Uh, I was going to stay anyway because I always loved the music. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway. All right. So speaking of music, uh, for this game, I told you that to me there's like one, maybe two standout tracks on this. But overall, the music on Metal Slug X to me is... A lot more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I remember it more. Energetic, better. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed to fit more. Uh, less generic. Yeah, this is a little generic. <laughs> it's a shame. I, I probably wouldn't have thought that at all if I didn't, we didn't just play Metal Slug X and yeah. if I didn't know it's the same core team. Um, there's no doubt, though, it's not as good as Metal Slug music. But it's never annoying. It's never bad. The worst you can say is it's a little generic. Yeah. Yeah, when, when I'm saying generic, I'm not saying that I hated it. It was yeah. just uh, forgettable. Right. And that's not that doesn't mean it's bad. There was, I thought, one track that really stood out to me, and that maybe because the rest of it was so forgettable. I think it was the last stage, right? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. It's one of the last ones, at least. And that one was pretty good. But Yeah. Um, and the boss fight music was okay, but I think the Metal Slug yeah. one's better. It was a little very generic sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can't say that it ever... I wanted it to, because... You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember <laughs> on the Nintendo 64 wrestling games when you were making your wrestler and you could give them entrance music, yeah. but it was all generic sounding mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just what it reminds me of. I kind of agree. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I, I, I kept wanting it to be a little better, because I just love the way the game looks so much. I don't know if we stress that enough. Yeah. I, I love the setting of it, the submarine setting. Very I, different, right? Yeah, really different. Because a lot of these type of games, you were almost always like in something flying or you were a person. Yeah. Uh, this kind of changed that a little bit. So, um, I'm glad the music isn't annoying, but it would have been cool if it could have stood out like the visuals do. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's just, if, if you're on a, if you just talk about arcade music, because 1993, this is probably still well above average if you're talking about consoles only. Yeah. But for arcade music, or just music from this era in general... If a five is average, this is probably a five point five or six, even. Like it's it's just slightly above average to me as far as game music from this time. Yeah, but it's it's far from bad. Yeah, I think the best way to think of this is if I had actually seen this uh, cabinet in a in an arcade, the music I wouldn't remember it. As in, which is sad because other ones like I definitely remember the sounds of NBA Jam. Yeah. I definitely remember the sounds of Street Fighter. I definitely remember the sounds of a lot of That's very true. iconic. Arcade games, Daytona USA, you know, any yeah. of those I definitely remember. Uh, but this one, I don't think I would. That's true. I don't think there's any sounds, like even a radar ping. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, there's no sounds that are going to stick with you. Like, I told in our last pocket review episode that I have 
etched in my memory forever. Hadouken. Yeah. And the Street Fighter Two theme music. Right. Because of that machine, despite not playing it at the time. But with this one, I can't think of anything that would really stand out. Um, when we get to feedback, we'll see a lot of people played this game, which surprised me. So if you do have sounds or music from this that just will always be etched in your brain, comment on our Instagram or Facebook. Um, just pay us attention. Just pay us attention. I know you won't, but it's fine. Yeah, we need the attention desperately. Uh, well, let's get into the, the main meat of this, the main sub-sandwich of this. Mm. Let's get into the uh, gameplay. Let's get boom in, boom to boom. 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 It. S H in front. I can't. I can't look at you, but I'm doing it. It's so stupid. So much of what we do, I'm pretty sure we're the only ones that laugh at it. Oh, I guarantee. But this is one thing I'm positive. <laughs> All I'm just thinking about is poor Chris just listening to these stupid booms. And uh, I'm very proud of that I could even do. This is the first time I've ever tried to be, uh, what's that called, a submarine? Sonar. Sonar. Yeah. I've been calling it radar because we're, we're actually idiots. But <laughs> We are actually idiots. You're right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's gameplay. It's a, sh- it's a shooter, an action shooter. Mm-hmm. And... But you're just a submarine instead of a definitely instead of a person like on Metal Slug, but it's basically the same type of game. Yep, it is no more complicated than Metal Slug. It's left to right, and whereas Metal Slug had shooting and throwing grenades, this one has shooting in front of you and a shooting above and below you. It's only two buttons, a joystick and two buttons is all the arcade cabinet had. Um, but I think there's basically I want to say there's three little twists. One twist is you're in a submarine, so you're just going to move a little slower than you might expect, like compared to this kind of game normally. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's just the way it is. Another twist is, like I just said, at any time, there's no limited weapons. Everything's unlimited. And at any time, you can shoot. One button shoots in front of you, but the other shoots above you, but also drops like explosive canisters below you. So, like, you can maneuver yourself intentionally above and below enemies, and it gives a little more, not strategy, but a little more tactical play. Yeah. But the biggest twist by far is just the fact, and I didn't even realize this at first because I'd forgotten this. You scroll the screen when you want to scroll the yeah, screen. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, I think it kind of changes every once in a while, like when that boss is chasing yeah. you. But, yeah, overall, you kind of control the pace of this. Uh, that, But there, <laughs> there are going to be times where that's not going to matter. <laughs> gonna, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go ahead and tell the people. Uh, we told them what we did on the Metal Slug. How many continues do we use on this? So I said it on fifty on Metal Slug, and we cleared it. Yeah. And how many do we have left over? It wasn't many. It was forty something we used. I right. Think. It was very close. Um, in this, I set it to fifty, and I told you to begin with. I'm worried that's not enough. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. <laughs> we made it to the last boss with fifty credits between us. Normal difficulty, normal number of lives. It's three lives per credit. I want to say we probably used at least five more over that. Oh, we easily. Easily. Yeah. Five or six. So let's say 55 credits times three lives. That's 165 lives between us. <laughs> Good God. It's insane. God, you'd be broke playing this yes. game. So yeah, one credit's three lives. I, re- I definitely remember uh, because 
I know your dad wouldn't very often give y'all money to play these. My dad would. Well, can we go to an arcade? He'd uh, put in a you know a couple dollars, and I'd probably get like what like two dollars worth of quarters that I yeah. could have. And that was it, though, buddy. And yeah. then I was out. And I didn't want to waste them on one game. I wanted to play as many games as I could. Yep. So I wouldn't get to play a game for very long. And uh, I was thinking about that this whole time playing. It's like, I wouldn't even get past this first level. Like, not even. <laughs> no. No, because I'll go and say, it felt a lot more fair today than it did yesterday when I played single player. I think it's the, which it makes sense because you're sharing credits. But it's the exact same number of enemies, number of hits and everything with one player. And I'm telling you, it wore me out single player. I bet so. Like, oh yeah. my goodness, the there's just certain times there's so much on the screen, like those missiles that are shooting up from below, and you're supposed to to get between them somehow. Oh, yeah, and there's on. no there's no room in some of them. No. Yeah. The I do think though, to be fair, it's definitely a game like Metal Slug. I think you'll get some better every time you play I, it. I do too, especially when you get used to it and. Um, learn where to pay attention. Yeah, that, that's a big thing. Um, but there were certain parts where I I want to watch somebody who doesn't get hit get through those areas. So speaking of, I found out today there's four endings for the game. Oh, really? Um, and I think some of them are based on single player or multiplayer. But Johnny, one of the endings is if you use no continues. How's that possible? I don't feel like it is, but I'm sure somebody's done it. Oh man. They programmed a whole ending just for using no continues, which seems impossible to me. I'm very curious about it, but I'll never know it. Uh, that's that's pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give the spoiler away because I want people to play this game, but I encourage you to play it two-player, and I encourage you to get through to the end and enjoy what happens after you've both worked together to defeat this enemy. And you really have to work together. Yeah. To you know, your your complete team, you're helping each other out this whole time. It's uh you know, it's a brother or sisterhood, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I mean, you you know, you just the friendship is deepened, and then this game does something with that. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but I can't wait for you to experience that after you've worked yeah. so hard together. <laughs> I will say, was it Die Hard Arcade that did the same thing? I think so. Yeah, if you played that. There's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's just funny that they did that. Yeah. And as far as like, I don't think there's really any cheats for the game. Uh, but if you're playing on Switch or PlayStation 4. The cheat is you can quote unquote put in as many quarters yeah. as you want. So you you absolutely, as we said, we've beaten the game. Yeah. And you absolutely can because you can use as many credits as you want. I've always had mixed feelings about that. But I've come around to appreciating it more. Used to, I honestly hated it. Like, I hated it so much. If you could have unlimited continues, I felt like, well, where's the challenge? But now I see the challenge is if we play this again, instead of 55 credits, let's try to beat it in 45. Yes. <laughs> you know, and if we don't, we don't. And we won't. I felt so gross, though, that I said we have a hard limit of 50 credits and we still just didn't quite make it. Well, in fairness, the only reason we even continued is because we were at the last boss. Yeah, we were at the end. <laughs> and for the show, you might as well. And I'm glad we did because we got to see the little surprise at the yeah, end. That's yeah. only in a two-player game. Um, see some of the other things there's there's power ups now I will say it's not as crazy as Metal Slug right I don't think they're near as cool no it's maybe where they got the idea a little bit but all you're really doing is making your missiles better your torpedoes is probably the right word Um, uh, your bombs that you drop below you become better you can get more of them the coolest thing is when you float to the surface 
your, I'm probably using the wrong word, but the torpedoes you shoot straight up become something different. Missiles. Like you might have homing missiles or you actually start with like just a machine gun. Yeah, they kind of, it changes. Yeah, that can it, change. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the upgrades definitely do help you. But you die so often, and you reset back to your basics when you die. Yeah, because so. this is like Metal Slug, a one-hit kill. <laughs> yep. Um, and I feel like in Metal Slug, you're constantly picking up at least the heavy machine gun, which this is pretty generous with that, too. Yeah, it is. So, yeah. But this thing also gives you these little dots or whatever. You said those are literally just points? Yeah, they're little red orbs with stars. They're just points. So why would you wait? Because yeah. some of them are putting in some difficult places. That was disappointing. That is truly for people who are trying to set a high score. Which for me, like I was telling you, it seems irrelevant because... Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we're using... I had a lot higher score than you because whenever I have unlimited credits in these games, I'm a kamikaze. I just go full bore into it and I don't care. Yeah. Um, whereas you used... I wish it told us. I think you used a lot less lives than me. So if my score is... Artificially inflated is what I'm saying, because <laughs> I'm just going full bore. But uh, that being said, I mean, like I said, on modern consoles, you can absolutely beat it. So saying it's a hard game, I guess it's as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. But in my opinion, if you use, if you try to set a realistic, reasonable number of continues for yourself, like let's say you took five dollars to the arcade, which if it's fifty cents a play, which I bet it was, that would be, wow, my brain just left me. I can't do math. 20 credits, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, good Lord. 10 credits. Yeah. $5, 10 credits if it's 50 cents a play. My goodness. After my last time, did you see somebody called us out on Instagram? Because uh, I cheated you on a Bliss quiz. Um, oh, no, I did not I was, see this. I was, it was like the speed of the slug. You remember that question? Uh-huh. And I had to be within 20%. And as I said it on the thing, I wasn't even close to within 20%. And we both agreed, yeah, I got it. But I wasn't even close. Oh, man. And I oh, kind of realized that as I was saying it. Like, wait, is that right? Oh, well. But no, yeah. <laughs> it's about a slug. Who cares? Anyways, <laughs> they said uh, justice for Johnny. Hashtag. But um, what was I even saying? Continues. Yeah. So, yeah. it's If you set, say, 10 continues, yeah. I think it's an incredibly hard game. Yeah. So, you like you're saying, you can make this as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. Which brings us back to stumps.com. Oh, <laughs> I'm worried that stumps.com is a legit website. It might be. You continue to talk. Uh, so, uh, you can just order your stumps from us at stumps.com, and we'll use stamps.com to send you your stump. You tell us how hard you want that stump. Do you want to be crazy hard? Do you want to be sort of hard? Or do you want us to soften that stump? You let us know. It's all about your preference of your stumps. Stumps.com. Thank you uh, for sponsoring Retro Blist. It doesn't look like it's real, so that's probably good. I'm making all kinds of great new websites. But there's a, bu- a bunch of stumps. <laughs> bunch of stumps. All right. So we can register that domain. <laughs> they cost about $500 to ship, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, but speaking of stumps, uh, let's see. The The gameplay is that simple. There's really nothing else to it. Right. Um, the boss battles are pretty cool. Again, not quite as standout as Metal Slug, but there's some of them that are. Yeah, I'd agree. But they're still, I mean, they're still big bosses that take yeah, up the screen. Still impressive. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The the big Goliath statue thing that chases you up the screen. Yeah. They definitely, you could tell the Metal Slug X boss that's like going up the tower uh-huh. and yep. chewing. Yeah. That's definitely from that. Yeah. So. 100%. 
Um, so yeah, the DNA for Metal Slug is there, but it's its own game. And I'll be honest, I guess this is spoiling a little bit of thoughts, but I wish this series had continued like Metal Slug did. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen where they would have taken it. Yeah. At yeah. least two or three games, you know? But. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, let's let's do that. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get to that? I'm... Yeah, check your notes. <laughs> I did have notes here. Let's see. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I was going to say that a lot of people describe this, and it's probably obvious from how we're talking, but it does feel like a cross between Metal Slug and R-Type. I get that, like, yeah. Because yeah. it does feel a little bit like a space shooter. Yeah. Like, we've been saying Metal Slug... But you are floating your submarine, so it does feel a little bit like a shoot 'em up, like yeah. R-Type. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. The, the I was gonna say that the creator of the game said he wanted to get away from the genre tropes, genre tropes, as we say. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you have the screen that scrolls at your own pace, which I don't think we said. The enemies don't stop coming, so you it pays to take your time. Like that's why he did it. To kind of plot your course, but don't hang around because enemies are just going to keep coming. So keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a cause and reaction to everything. Yeah. All right. So uh, final scores. Uh, let's get into boom it. Oh, I did it once. So I, I really want to hear yours first. Okay. I'm a coward. I enjoyed this game. If you said, Johnny, let's play it again, I would play it again. I think it's fun. I think it's challenging. I'm like you. I wish they'd done this game had sequels. I wish. Because I would have liked to have seen what this company could have done with that. Because I think the Metal Slug games just kept getting weirder and weirder in a good way. But I you just... I think your brain will just compare it to Metal Slug, and uh, especially if you know they're related to games, and that's what my brain keeps doing. And I think Metal Slug is a better game. I just think it's a better game. Uh, I enjoyed it more. Do you remember what I gave Metal Slug? Seven and a half, I think, right? Sounds similar. No, you're eight and a half. Eight and a half, okay. Yeah. Um, this game is a lot of fun. Graphically is, where, is, again, where this one stands out. I think it's just a notch below Metal Slug, but still looks fantastic. Um, I the music is very generic. Sadly, it can get really difficult. It's a very difficult game. I recommend. I never put a single player, but something tells me this is like any game. This is more fun with a buddy. So if you have a buddy, I really recommend playing this. I'm going to give this. This is a very solid seven for me. I really like this game. I would play it again, but it's no Metal Slug. Yep, pretty much agree with all that. Um, I ended up giving Metal Slug X a 9.5. I absolutely adore it. Um, And, again, Metal Slug X is definitely one of the best Metal Slug games. And Metal Slug is a series that came after they had had experience and practice. It came after this. So, I think it's totally... In the hunt, I think it's good enough to have been a good experience for them to make Metal Slug. But I think it's worth playing on its own. Um, if the Saturn version has as much slowdown as people say, I wouldn't honestly bother with that because it's already a lot of slowdown. It's probably expensive. And I'm sure it's expensive. The PlayStation version has gotten quite expensive. My opinion, if you ask me if Metal Slug X is worth paying big money for to get it physically, 
and you like buying games physically like on original PlayStation, I would tell you, yeah, it's probably worth it. This one, I don't think, I don't think it quite holds up to paying big bucks. But I highly recommend it for $7.99 uh, if you got a Switch or a PS4. Um, that being said, having played it single player last night, I really do think it's more fun with two players. I'll be honest with you. I thought you were really going to get upset that there wasn't a, a turbo function because you have to press the button every time you shoot. And you mentioned that in a Metal Slug review. And my thumbs were getting sore last night. But today I didn't notice it as much. And I think it's because basically you got to shoot twice as much in the single player version. <laughs> yeah. I would have, don't get me wrong, I would have liked that. But it wasn't as near as bad right. as the Metal Slug. Yeah. Like that, that, I'll be honest. I was like, I guess I'm getting old, but my fingers were getting sore playing this single player. You got, you got to shoot so many enemies. Oh, and also, quick, this is a quick, just because we're not just totally saying this game's amazing, which is, it's a good game, but. Uh, man, if you make a game and you have bosses and you don't give me a life bar for that boss, it really <laughs> just annoys me. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that must be a Nazca slash Irem thing because Metal Slug doesn't either. I uh, know, just give me a life bar. That's all I'm asking. I do think maybe Metal Slug gave you more visual indicators, though. I believe it did. It, it at least felt like you were doing something. <laughs> so, so all that being said, I'll be honest, I was... Single player last night, I was waffling between a six and a half and a seven. I was pancaking. Uh, but pancaking today, uh, man, I, pancake hot dogs, if you never have one of those, oh, hit man. us up on Instagram and Facebook and I'll tell you how to make them. Nostalgia. But it's pretty much what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> you put a hot dog in a pancake. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> I think, I mean, this is my kind of game, so I think I'm going to go in to give it a half point bump. And I'm going to go 7.5 out of 10. I enjoyed it that much more today than yesterday. And honestly, it might be just that I was tired. It may not be that it's really that much better two-player. <laughs> um, I was tired last night and I played the game. So I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. So for me, it's it's you know it's well below Metal Slug X. But right. that's okay. It's a fun game. That's right. So uh, this game in the hunt is Retro Blizz approved. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, now, though, I think it's time for us to play a beautiful watery, I'm assuming, commercial. Seven Eleven has a sandwich called a submarine. Out your way, you may call it something else, but we call it a submarine, and you'll call it sensational. And along with a hot cup of coffee, Seven Eleven submarine sandwich goes down good. That was a good commercial. That was one of the better ones. Very wet. Yep. I felt weird saying that. Uh-huh. Yep. All right, Trevor, I think it's time for uh, that moment on the show where we give back to the fans, and we give them what they want, and that's for us to say their names and their thoughts. It's time for some fan feedback. on Facebook and I'm trying to remember if anybody commented on Instagram um they did yes no we got yeah we got some comments so I've got our Instagram pulled up okay um so yeah I said our next episode's gonna be in the hunt 
What do you think? Hadaya, Hayada, Hayadaya, Daya, the artist formerly known as Daya, Aaron Hickman, said classic, play the arcade version at Galloping Ghost. That's a great name for a, I assume that's an arcade. It is. I've actually heard of that. That's a cool name. He says, check out screenshots of that cab. It's got a custom topper. Yes, thank you, Aaron. I actually wrote a note and forgot to say it. The arcade cabinet for In the Hunt is fantastic. I rated the game a 7.5 out of 10. I would give the arcade cabinet a 9.5 out of 10. It's just it's so pretty. It's really good looking. Um, Escape Soul 01 said, Man, I've never even heard of that. I'll periscope it out. I see what he did there. Jerry Terrifying. <sighs> ah. I've never played it, but it's always been in my radar. We got a bunch of pun-heavy uh, listeners. That's We're above that type of humor here on Retro Blist. Yes. Uh-oh, he said, guess I'll tonight I'll download the Saturn version. Well, f- go ahead and download the Saturn version. From what I've heard, it has horrible slowdown, so you might want to also check out another version. <laughs> um, yeah. So what about our Facebook, Johnny? If you go to Facebook, go to Retro Blist on Facebook. Uh, Daniel Tarasaka says, I love this game. Good choice. A retro high gamer said, awesome game. Good old Timmy Mac said, haven't played this one. Can't wait to hear what you guys say. Jonathan Green says, I've honestly never heard of this game until you mentioned it last episode. I'm going to give it a look. And then Jesse Benson said, awesome game. So people really like this game. Yeah, I'm surprised that many people played it. I mean, I feel like we posted much bigger games and people like, eh. Yeah, no, that's cool though. Yeah. The And yeah, just, I can't stress enough. I think our scores might have seemed a little low, but only in comparison to Metal Slug. Because we just played Metal Slug. It's It might not even be fair. <laughs> maybe not, but th- I think the important thing is it's fun. Yeah. And just don't expect more than that and you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same thing. Well, that's what we also suggest when you're listening to this show. Uh, in the meantime, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show, of course, and that is the Blast Quiz. quiz. I guess I need to go first. Johnny. Yes, sir. So I teased you that... Uh, uh, you had a feather and was tickling my feet. Stumps.com. I teased you mm-hmm. that I was going to tell you what DAS stood for. You did. Do yes. we even say what the story was to this game? It's super simple. I'll tell it real quick. The DAS is a group... About gave it away there. Is a group who's going to build this doomsday device and destroy the world, and you're this super sub, and you're going to save the world. Yeah. So there you go. So, Johnny, what does DAS stand for? A. Dang arthritic shins. That's fine. B. Dark anarchy society. C. Deep assassin subs. It's going to be the B, right? It is Dark Anarchy Society. That's pretty much on the nose there. Yeah. All right. Uh, One was on the nose with just me and you and our bodies. All right. Trevor, how many times through history has one submarine deliberately sunk another submerged submarine? Oh, wow. How many times in history? I'm giving you no, you have to guess. If you get within, what do you think's fair? 
Give well, me I know it's got to be a low number for you to say that. Let's say 25%, because oh. I think that'll be pretty easy to figure out. Okay. Well, we said it last well, time. we were wrong last time. <laughs> I'll win either way, because you won't do the math. <laughs> That's true. Man. So I'm, I'm already surprised that it's low enough for you to put that question. Um, but I guess it's a huge deal, because these things cost millions of dollars. They're very expensive. Um, Especially now, because like, they're even like little mini nuclear submarines right. now. That's a good point. They're usually probably for top secret missions. It's not like battles like the video games tell you. I'm going to go one. Trevor, you hit it right on the head. Oh, yeah. Once. It's only ever happened once. That's amazing. That, yeah. That's not what movies have told us. Nope. All right. So, Johnny, which inspired the creator to set this game underwater? In other words, why do we have a sub game? Yeah. A. A desire to slow down the player and make them consider their actions. B. A love for scuba diving. C. Leisure time spent near a water fountain. <laughs> Oddly enough, I think it could be any of these. So you did a good job with this one. Oh, man. I'm going to go with A. So I feel kind of bad. I feel like I should let you choose one of the other two. Because that's not the answer, but he did want players to slow down. Well, I well that's that, not why it said underwater. Well, I picked that because, like, you made sure to mention a couple times that you kind of control your own pace. So, yeah. so, um, so since I hashtag justice for Johnny, since I kind of cheated last Blitz quiz. No, I am not taking any help. Okay. Do you want the answer? Yeah. I feel like A was it was kind of a bad choice, but that's all right. No, he spent leisure time near a water fountain. <laughs> that's the, that's the I was trying to choose from because yep. I thought it sounded the dumbest. Yep. <laughs> All right, Trevor, your next question. How long, and this is according to the Guinness Book of World Records, uh-huh. how long was the world's largest sub sandwich? Oh. <laughs> and it's in feet. If you get 25%, I'll give it to you. The funny thing is, I bet you this answer is longer than like a nuclear submarine. Um, I believe it was in Lebanon. I don't know if it helps you any, but I think it's where it was. Lebanon, at. yeah. My gosh. Oh, with these Guinness World Records, they could be tricky. Like it could have one little tiny thin piece of meat, but I'm sure it had to have certain standards. Um, oh, within 25 percent. Uh huh. Oh god. I'm gonna say one mile. How many feet is that? Five thousand two hundred eighty. Trevor, the largest. Sub sandwich ever on record is 2,411 feet long. I wasn't that far off, but I know that's not 25%. That's that's a half, that's half a mile. That's half a mile. <laughs> that I'll, I would eat probably a quarter mile yeah. of sub. Oh, man. All right. So, so we're tied at one. At one. But your last question, this is pretty good. Which of these is not a real IRM arcade game? Oh, no. A, Ninja Baseball Batman. B, Twin Kitten Chop Fest. Oh, this is not fair. C, Kid Nicky Radical Ninja. Or D, R-Top. <laughs> Which is not a real IRM arcade game. Would you like the choices again? R-Type is my guess. <laughs> nope. Uh, R-Top's what they're most known for. They created I didn't R-type. know they had done it. Yeah. I, obviously, that's the only game that I knew was a real game. And I thought you were trying to trick me. <laughs> See, I, we didn't mention this earlier because of the Bliss Quiz, but IRM... I would say by far their biggest game was R-Type. So, again, it makes a lot of sense that this game feels like R-Type mixed with Metal Slug. Yeah. Um, but the one I made up is Twin Kit and Chop Fest. But the reason I love this question 
is because Ninja Baseball Batman is a game. Is a game, and it's a beat 'em up with like a baseball thing. And your characters carry bats. Oh, and Batman stuff. is because he's a bat. Yeah, a it is one word, so I wasn't cheating, but yeah. it's uh, Batman. <laughs> All right, Trevor, if you get this, you win All right. Bliss Quiz. Are you ready? My body is ready. According to QSRmagazine.com, okay. what is the most popular sandwich at Subway in the United States? At Subway? Uh huh. No choices? It's, you know the sandwiches at Subway? Yeah, I do. <laughs> so some of the ones. I went through a phase where I got Subway a lot, and now I kind of tend to save up for, like, really good subs. Like but. a better sub. No, well, we're not going to say that. They may sponsor us one yeah. day for a different sub place. I like the chicken teriyaki. I do, too. That's a good one. I like the... I'm just going to go Italian. That's one I got all the time. Trevor, the correct answer to the United States' favorite the meatball? sub. I would have accepted two answers, and you didn't get it at all. Better what be it, tuna. That was one of them. Oh, my gosh. Tuna or turkey. People, what's wrong with people? Hey, the turkey's tur- good on a sub, but you got to have something else, too. Yeah, but those are your, those are the two. I would have accepted either one of those. So you technically had a chance times two to get that one right. So we tied. Wow. <laughs> what, we uh, went down in the depths. We sure did. We we're sinking here. Uh, thank you for joining us here on Retro Blessed. We very much appreciate it. If you want to support us uh, and you get plenty of perks for doing so, go to our Patreon. It's Patreon slash Retro Blessed. Uh, we put up exclusive audio and there's exclusive shows on there. And I'm very proud of the fact that we do a pretty decent job of keeping up with it. In yeah. fact, we just what? We just did one recently. Yep, we just did our top five video game characters of all time. Some choices I didn't expect. Some I'm a little unsure about now which makes it uh good yeah makes it fun yeah uh, so go check that out we appreciate all you who are already uh exclusive blisters uh, as is uh, but stay tuned next time uh, will be of course a pocket review where we're going to be reviewing oh f-zero maximum velocity a launch game for the game boy advance that's right and then we decided today uh, i'm very excited about this the next game we're going to cover on retro bliss will be mario the lost levels or Mario 2 if you're in Japan. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. The true Mario 2. That we're going we've to see, talked about. We're going to see if it is, you know, the lore is that they change, that the Mario 2 that we got in the United States is because uh, Japan's Mario 2 was so difficult that they didn't think Americans would like it. Me and you are going to put that to the test. Because yeah. we're notorious for not liking really hard games, especially <laughs> me. So we're going to see how true that is. We're going to be playing the um, the Mario All-Stars version that's on the Super NES, or we're going to probably going to play it on a Switch. But that's the version we're going to play if you want to play along with us. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, for Trevor, I'm Johnny. Make sure you go to stumps.com for your all your stump needs. Uh, we're there for you. Uh, especially if you love like the bottom part of a tree. Uh, we're definitely there for you for that. So, but stay tuned, and just remember, boom, 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 boom. Please stop.